is Kai Guy coming in not live from New Hampshire, and today, well, today we're going to be talking about energy in all sorts of ways. First, we're going to talk a little bit about climate change and some big news about the Amazon rainforest. Not good news. Then we're going to talk about uh, America's energy sources, the Keystone Pipeline. Then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the rest of the world. Uh, I mean, not the rest of the world, specifically Europe. It's Europe's oil. Um, so let's just jump right in. The first thing I want to talk about, which is also related to energy, but in a climate change sense, I just wanted to let you guys kind of know that the Amazon rainforest is at a tipping point it, at which it could become a savanna because over the last few decades it has become it has become less and less resilient with all the foresting and fires so i think that's pretty scary and the world has to do something now if they want to change that because the sahara desert actually used to be like a big lush forest but then with wind changes and slight changes in the earth it became a really big desert so as sad as that is it's also good to know that we're not yet past the tipping point and to a point where things could go really bad and the amazon rainforest actually each year absorbs one quarter of the amount of carbon that all of the forests in the entire world absorb so that's pretty impressive and if that goes down things could get bad especially because as the forest gets logged or burned it also emits the carbon that is inside the trees which throughout the amazon rainforest is estimated to have 123 billion tons so now moving on into the more oil and like actual energy part of the podcast so i know that a lot of you guys have probably heard about the keystone pipeline which is a pipeline that's actually already existing that goes from alberta canada to nebraska u.s and when biden came into office there was a plan that had been done by canada and then not approved by obama and then approved by trump that was going to build a new pipeline that would transport 880 million barrels of oil a day from Canada to the U.S., which would basically be an upgrade and more efficient route of the already existing Keystone Pipeline, which does not go on a straight line at all. In fact, it almost, like, goes... It's almost a right angle the way it goes. It goes out east and then straight down south rather than just southeast the whole time which is how the Keystone XL pipeline is supposed to go. It's also going to help American oil get from Alaska back down to the mainland in the U.S. where it can be refined because most of America's refineries are in Texas because that's where a major amount of drilling is. So Biden canceled it after coming into office because... It is supposed to be, uh, he thinks of it as a commitment to the U.S. oil industry and how the U.S. is not committing to green sources, but instead saying that it's going to invest money in not green energy sources, 
Which, if you think about it, we can't really just instantly overnight switch to green energy sources. So I think that there's a lot of controversy over it, but I think that maybe having it, which would allow the U.S. to be even more energy independent, because the U.S. right now, its top two oil partners are both in, are they're both in the Americas. It's Canada and Mexico. Canada leading by a lot. Canada provides almost two-thirds of the energy that the U.S. does not make itself for the U.S. And if the U.S. had this pipeline, the U.S. could be completely energy independent and not need any from, like, Russia or other countries in the Middle East, which would be a big... It would be big. (laughs) But... As much as Biden wants to become a very green country, it's hard to do that if you don't have any energy and you're just buying it from someone else. So it it would almost be a facade if we didn't, like, produce any energy ourselves and just bought it from everybody else because the U.S. does not have the capabilities to be completely green energy by tomorrow. (laughs) So there's also controversy over it because it's drilling from oil sands which are more expensive and take more energy to drill from so that's another thing to think about but i think that it's that a pipeline is better is what my research has told me because we have to consider the environmental impacts of the alternatives to the oil coming in a pipeline if it's not coming from a pipeline then chances are it's coming from an oil tanker Actually, 114 million tons a year come from shipping of oil, and which is almost 35% of maritime emissions, is what I read. So I feel like if 35% of maritime emissions are coming from oil tankers that are bringing oil all around the world, then wouldn't pipelines be better? That would reduce... Um, maritime emissions by 35%, which is a step, definitely a step in the right direction, because there's always steps in the right direction. We can't completely go green overnight, but we can transfer ourselves to more green sources, such as moving from coal to natural gas, because coal uses produces almost two times more CO2 than uh, natural gas does. So I thought that that was really interesting and that it would be great if the U.S. and Canada were drilling all the oil and bringing it to the U.S. for the U.S. Because then we don't have to buy it from other countries that have to send it on ships and produce emissions. So the U.S. would also, U.S. and Canada would also then be completely energy independent. So if Russia decided to cut off the oil like they might do to places in Europe if they don't, like, help out Russia, then it wouldn't matter to the U.S. or Canada because they, although they trade a lot of oil, that's just them trying to get the oil most efficiently because they both know that they're going to get all the oil. So I thought yesterday I was doing that research and I thought that it was really interesting. So also... I was going to talk about Europe's oil, too. And so some of the main countries in Europe that are affected if Russia 
decides that they don't want to give Europe oil, it's a lot for Germany. Germany is almost 40% reliant on Russian energy in certain types, such as natural gas, and so is the EU. The EU is mainly dependent on Russia. So if the U.S. made itself energy independent and started doing more drilling, then they could help the EU become less dependent on Russia because Russia right now is not very pro-EU. So Germany gets somewhere between 30 and 40% of their oil from Russia, depending on what type of oil, such as natural gas or crude petroleum. But the EU and Germany also get a lot from Norway, So, if we invested more in drilling in Norway, that could also help. But you have to make sure that it's better drilling for the environment than is done in, like, the Middle East and parts of Russia, where they don't catch the methane that they let out, and they just let it into the atmosphere, which is even worse for the atmosphere than if we were just drilling and using the drilled oil. Also, just a side note, every time I said emissions, I meant carbon emissions. So... I found this podcast really interesting to make. I learned a lot, and I really hope you guys enjoyed and also learned. So, thanks for listening. That's about all I have to say today, so I'll see you guys next time on The Kai Guy Show. Oh.